0: Welcome. I appreciate you being here. I hope you'll stay a while as we're going to deep dive and jump right into scripture. Turn your Bibles, turn on your phone app to Ephesians. We are going to hang out for a minute in chapter three, starting in verse 16. So Paul is talking here um, to the church at Ephesus. So he's talking to the Ephesians and starting in in verse 16, chapter three, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, verse 17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love, verse 18, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp, how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. Verse 19, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And one of my favorite verses after um, verse 20, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Talking through these big, obedient, courageous decisions that are on your table, that are in your quiet time with God, that you're pleading and begging for clarity and and for direction and for guidance and in the silence that God may give. Are you still holding tight to his hand? I wanna encourage you and I, and I pray that you are still getting alone with God, that his love is compelling you to go deeper with him. That this is not a ritual just to say or just to post that you spend time with God. That this is your sustenance, this is your this is your ability to juggle and pull off your day to day. That's my heart for you. I love these verses from Paul. I last left off talking about courage from a vantage point of we want to captain our own ship and we want to make these big decisions, but we're scared or, or the, the cost seems too high in it. They're big and scary decisions as we talked through in the life of the Israelites who eventually became so disobedient their unbelief was so great that God equated their unbelief not only to sin, but specifically scripture says that, that they despise God. That's how he looks at it, that we despise him, that we don't trust him, that we are questioning his goodness. And it's not a minor sin. It's so easy to rank it and say, well, this just is me being resourceful, or this is me making sure I'm doing the right thing. And however we wanna justify and possibly spiritualize our decisions, God knows our heart and he sees what's at the core I think this is a life pursuit. Perfecting this, eh, I don't know, but certainly, like everything else, I believe that we'll get better at it. So, what Paul is talking about here in in Ephesians um, three, this strength, this this power that we get through Christ. Because of Christ's sacrifice, because of his, his spirit and His power that's living in us, we get to do these big and courageous things without breaking sweats. Now the call and the cost is weighty, but that's the cross. right? That's Mark 8. We all have a cross to bear. So we can't say that, well, it's it's, you know, too heavy. Well, that's going to be anything that he's really asking you to do. That can't be the litmus test. That can't be the measure by which you decide if you're going to do it. So our power, how you're going to pull it off. Is walking in his favor and in his ability, which is within you. But. I love how, but did you catch how we were reading? It popped up in verse seventeen, established in love. Established in love. So that's 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 what we have. So we're rooted in love, and then in verse eighteen, um, it's talking about how Christ's love for us. It's it's not even like you can't even. You can't even scale it, you can't weigh it, you can't measure it, it's to no end. So we're established in love, but our model is in how he loves us to that point. So we have this power, you have this power, you have this ability to tap into, but you have to first root and ground yourself, ground wire yourself in love. And Paul talks about that a lot. Um, he talks about that in First Corinthians uh, thirteen. That you know, you can have all of these great things, you know, all of these attributes and and great characteristics and qualities, but if it's done without love, then you might as well not even be doing it. So I shared that marriage is in my top three of courageous decisions. Those, uh, one of my obedient next step by step, just, you know, it's almost like there was a bread trail (laughs) that God just, I picked up a bread and that was my source. Picked up a bread, that was my source, just day by day by day by day. And it makes me think of Joshua 1, um, 7 and 8, that to be strong and courageous in verse eight talks about that we are to not turn to the left or to the right, but we are to meditate on God's word day in and day out. So that's our strength. That's our source is being with God and being in his word. Not your power, not your experience, not your wisdom, not what somebody else told you to do, But what did God last tell you to do? Because quite frankly, you really won't get your next step until you do what he last told you to do. And and into completion, not like three of five, that's, that's failing, you gotta do all five. And how you're gonna pull it off is by establishing yourself in love. So this was my call. And um, just, you know, disclosure statement, I every marriage is different. Every situation is different. Everybody's life is different. Everybody comes from different backgrounds and, and circumstance. And, and I don't blanket the cost or the weight. I don't make light of this. I know what I've had to walk through and it is not pretty and it's not easy. And I sat across the table from, from many different women, conversations, coffee, etc., crying, just praying with them. And I don't, I don't make this like, oh, just stay with your husband, done. No, <laughs> this is hard. Like I am dying inside. So while I, I can't blanket your situation, I can say with full certainty, that with pairing yourself in a community unique community we can pull off courage best when we are shoulder to shoulder with other courageous believers and when one falls and when one is getting weak the other will pick you up and then when it's just like this this reciprocal relationship right and it's beautiful and it's the gospel So we don't live in isolation. I believe that that's really why, one of many reasons why God pulled us from where we were living in Michigan to to Texas. And even though we came here not knowing one soul, he set us up with a new set of community people who we still do life with to this day. And people who have impacted my life, they've impacted my decisions so you need wise counsel. And I have truly cried with them. I have wept, ugly cry with them. So you not only can you not make these courageous decisions in isolation, you need community, but you need accountability. You need help with with, with pulling this off. And, and and furthermore, I just really want to sit in the fact for a second that what is God asking for you to pick up and what is he telling you to put down? Our expectations and our vows, personal vows that we make for ourselves get us into a lot of trouble. I know they did for me. These things I just will not do no matter what. Well, he will not do and I will... Okay, so really, is that vow more weighty than obedience? I'm sure I looked very foolish staying with my husband to many people. And even if I sat down and and told you our full story, I'm sure you would say, "Ooh, I don't know about that one. But listen. The gospel is not a hop skip jump, you know, on a rainbow. Otherwise, I may be reading something wrong. Maybe I'm not, you know, reading in between the lines right, but I'm not I'm not reading from cover to cover stories that are just lightweights. So, again, Courage is not a safe place. There is no safe, you know, think of it pouring torrential downpour rain and you just are trying to like sit in the co- the, the corner of this small covering and the, the rain then is only hitting your feet, you know, just so you can stay enough dry. So So that's not courage where you can just be just enough a little bit, you know, out there. I'm going to just, you know, test it just a little bit. There's no safe courage. And however God is going to set up the circumstances of your life, you have to know that he set them up, whether he caused them or he allowed them. Job 1 makes that very clear. So it goes back to that heart of reliance in God to know that I don't know why I'm in this horrible, crappy situation. And I've done everything I'm supposed to do. I've done this. I've done that. It's, you know, it's so easy. And I don't say this lightly, but it was all my husband's fault (laughs) in my mind. I'm like, "It's, it's him. Yep. It is... Listen, we're going to get a divorce because it's you. And God is like, what are you missing? I'm sorry. It is you too, Brittany. You have your own sin. And it, and it doesn't look as big and flagrant as his. But see, there you go, weighing sin again. There you go, just, oh, this is big sin. This is minor sin. No, they all miss my heart. In either way, you're not rooting yourself in love and you're not operating in my strength and you're not operating in my power for my glory. So I found comfort in Isaiah, um, a couple uh, chapters. So chapter 46, uh, starting in verse three, listen to me, you, des- you descendants of Jacob, all the remnant of the people of Israel, you whom I have upheld, Since your birth, so like go have a seat and have carried since you were born. Verse four, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he, I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. I needed rescue. I thought I needed rescue from this disappointing marriage that that failed many of my expectations and I did in ways but God rescued me from something so much greater which was myself which was my pride and I never even saw pride as a sin honestly I mean I saw pride as like you're going around just showing off this your car your clothes your You know, I don't, who cares about those things? They can all burn up. So, but I didn't look at pride from a standpoint of my reliance. I didn't look at it from, okay, God, I trust me more than you. I didn't, I didn't look at self-protection as sin. And when you feel that you are missed and so greatly hurt and my heart breaks for you it truly does i want to pause and just say that you have a comfort if you are the person who is really struggling in this marriage you know i've heard some some really bad stories i'm sure there's you know hundreds more that i haven't but god's comfort is literally like no other like no other And when you feel missed and when you are are taken advantage of and when you are mistreated, I am so grateful for a God that still calls me to operate outside of my ability for his glory, loving me and providing me the whole way through. So Isaiah 49, um, I don't have time to read it, but you should read it. It's it's again, but specifically in verse 16, God talks about verse 15 and 16. God says that, you know, I, I won't forget you. Listen, I love you. I created this whole world for you. I set this all up for you. That's how much I love you. I sent my son down to die for you. And then it mentions about even if your mother forgets you and forsakes you, I won't. I have you engraved on the palms of my hand. That was so much comfort for me, and I hope that that really comforts you, that as you have to go through this difficult time, this season, or this different, difficult decision, whatever it may be, whether it's, it's health, whether it's career, whether it's marriage like, like me, we have a comforter and we have a provider who is not absent. And he truly invites you to know him more deeply. I I believe you can, it's nothing like being able to know somebody because you kind of know them. But then when you actually have to walk through something with that person, you will will never leave that experience the same. Your relationship is forever changed. And when the Bible talks about it, it is just incomprehensible to think about how you can go through this fire of a circumstance and this trial and come out better, it is but the Lord. And while everybody is marveling at, oh, you, you know, you're just so courageous, you're such a strong person, you're this. I marvel that the power within me is so great and it's so mighty. And I am operating in love, even when I don't feel love, and even when I'm not thinking loving thoughts, my basis is love because I have already first been loved.